0: If you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcast listeners. You'll have heard me, in fact, it's quite key, talk about rule breaking. In fact, there's an episode called Rules are for Fools. And for me, this is fairly fundamental when we get to this midlife space as we hit 50, we're in our 50s and suddenly lots of stuff changes, Uh, whether it's to do with menopause, whether it's to do with children leaving home, parents going into care, finding relationships ending, finding ourselves in a completely different space, uh, wanting something more, something different, suddenly work, isn't what it used to be, or we're ready to go back to work, but what? Uh, So many things happen physically and emotionally and mentally, and a lot of that, both physically and emotionally, causes us to fall into a place of self-doubt. That can be part of, we become forgetful, we lose focus, we can't, we, we begin to think often, we're losing our marbles. Today, I want to talk a bit more about the rule-breaking, but look at perhaps another facet of rule-breaking, which is exactly the same thing, but it's about giving yourself permission. One of the things that we have to work at in life is seeing opportunities and taking them. So often, men and women do this, but particularly women, Well, actually, let me just backtrack. Although I speak predominantly to women, I do feel this about men too, but some men are kind of further down this road of questioning whether this is what they want for themselves than others. Women are mostly questioning. You know, we're in this era of women kind of picking up sooner, I think, Something in the air, an energy, that feels a little bit uncomfortable, a lot uncomfortable, with everything kind of free falling from the technological revolution to COVID-19 to the planet, ecology, plastics in the ocean. It's as if everything is beginning, is forcing us to do something different. I think women feel this more, like this drive to go, something's not right here. And, and it starts with us. And that's the only place it can start. (laughs) If we want to make a change in the world, we have to start with, whoa, what do I do with myself? What do I do with this? Part of this comes down, as I say, to identifying opportunities. And instead of just letting them go, going, I can't do that because. Or, yeah, but that's not realistic, because. Or that might be okay for other people, because. Or if I were younger, because. These are all excuses that are structured around old rule sets that say you can't do that because. So what you need to do in midlife is start questioning those because things. And maybe you, like me, because, I don't know if they still do this with kids these days, I don't think, I don't know. We grew up with parents often, but why? But why? But why? If you were a child like that, you can guess that I was. But why? Quite often, adults, I know my mother did this a lot, would get so exasperated just because. That because is quite an important word in unpicking what it is we're telling ourselves and where this really comes from and whether that's actually valid and whether we might choose to do something different, which requires giving ourselves permission. So the permission comes from you. So no longer can we, you know, we reached a time both in the world and in ourselves where we can no longer say, I can't do this because, and put shift the blame or whatever we want to call it responsibility onto somebody else for us not doing what it is we think we should do, what we want to do, what we dream of doing, what we feel drawn to do. Whatever it is, we can no longer allow that to be acceptable, to hold us back, to say, Oh, yeah, but uh, I can't do that because. You know, I can't leave my parents. I can't, you know, my children need me. You know, the money needs to go here, there. And it's all perfectly logical, stacks up beautifully. But if there's a tiny little gremlin of dissonance within you, and you know if it's there, then you have to address that and give yourself permission to look behind the because. Is that valid? Or is it a story you tell yourself? Now, sometimes we say things are valid because we want to stick with that story because we're not ready to change the rules, to give ourselves permission. But if we aren't, and it is important that we let go, it's gonna swing back round at some point in the future. Like one of those those one-person tennis games. You know the swing balls? I think it's called swing ball and it hurtles round, it's going to come back, it's going to hit you on the ass, or worse. So the best thing to do is to start thinking about it now. What could I give myself permission to do if I stopped coming up with the because, the rationale for why this isn't possible, why that opportunity isn't the right time, the right moment, the right person, the right whatever. Give yourself permission. So let me give you an example in my own life of where I've done this. So you can think about how would you behave in a similar set of circumstances. And the jury's out. There's never one definitive answer on right. Remember, there's no right. There's no wrong. There's no you should or shouldn't. You know, it doesn't matter. You can't please everybody. This is fundamental to break apart any of you who are people pleasers it's going to be particularly hard to do this to give yourself permission your self permission so when i tell this story something you're going to fall into different camps and the story i'm going to share with you led to a very close friend of mine and i falling out for four years we okay now and it's helped us become stronger as friends but here's the story so i was in my 40s my early 40s i'd not long since been divorced i was actually pretty damn happy i was the merry widow i had a nice short-term contract i'd landed i was paid quite well really nice employer got on well with my colleagues didn't have to travel far to work and even though and and the travel time and journey was perfect it was like driving through beautiful tree-lined roads and dappled sunlight in the summer and 15 minutes and free parking and lovely town I mean it was just idyllic nice job nice firm nice travel and nice flat and I was happy with my son and I was dating and seeing my friends and it was all lovely really lovely but I may have told you in another episode how I for a very, very, very long time have set myself the challenge that each year I will learn something new. So at this time, I I was seeing, I was certainly seeing, so seeing, I met someone online who was Spanish from Barcelona, which seemed to me just so perfect because Barcelona is in my heart. From the very first time I went to Barcelona, when I was married, we went on a family holiday, I fell in love with a city. I can't tell you it's never happened to me about anywhere else. There's loads of places I've been that I just adore and love and would go to again, but I am in love with Barcelona. It's got this kind of draw for me that's way over and above just a place to go. And so, so, so it's like, oh, so, well, like the stars are aligning. I've got this man. He just happens to be in Barcelona. So I started, although he spoke perfect English, I started to think about, oh, I'd like to learn Spanish, which for me was, was an, a natural thing to do because if there's one thing that I've always had a natural alacrity for, it is learning languages. I enjoy it. I don't find it difficult or challenging to run through a list of like verb declensions. You're probably thinking, what is a verb declension? If you don't do languages, but I'm happy learning vocabulary, figuring out verb tenses, you know, how they change. I like doing all that stuff. So I'd started buying myself because at that time, cars all cars still had it but was quite new cd slots my car doesn't i really regret that anyway so i would on my journey to and from work i'd be listening to cds teaching myself spanish and i was enjoying it, it was lovely so as i said nice job good money nice people i was working for and with happy with my son at home we were both happy where we lived there was Nothing that would suggest you'd want to change any of it. It was great. And I thought, oh, because I had some money from my divorce. I thought, wow, well, why don't I go on a language course to Barcelona? <laughs> Take a holiday, learn a language. Couldn't be better. So I started Google searching for Spanish courses in Barcelona. Unsurprisingly, I found some. So I started looking through and I found this place and you know, you, you got a better rate if you did two weeks than if you did one and the three weeks. But there were some courses that and you could do like 10 weeks. And I was thinking, 10 weeks? And the, But then it's like planted a little seed in my head. 10 weeks, mm, I have enough money to support me for 10 weeks. And the germ of the seed started growing in my mind. 10 weeks. Mm, that would be cool. I could really learn a lot. And of course there was this man in the background and it's Barcelona. Huh? So I, and I, and remember I was on a short term contract. This was not a permanent job. I was on a contract. So I realized that made my decision making easier. So, but also remember I have a son. I'm a single parent. I have a son. He's just, I think Maybe been twelve, maybe thirteen. I don't know. Yeah, maybe twelve or thirteen. And I, on a whim, this is very typical, gave myself permission because because I was so mindful of how much of my life and my marriage I had spent doing things I thought I ought to, and it hadn't worked. Just hadn't worked. Made me unhappy. Ended up in an unhappy relationship, which was not good for my son, was not good for anybody, you know, trying to please my mum That never happened. We just like chalk and cheese. And and I was in this space of, I'm going to do what I damn well want. This is my time. I'm living where I want, living how I want. I'm going to do this. So I decided to book 10 weeks on a language course. And you think, Oh, what what about your son? What about uh, where you live and all that stuff? Good question. This is where it becomes very divisive. And, And I'm not saying I'm with hindsight go, was there another, was there a better way? Maybe, but that's what I did. And it was both the best thing I ever did. And one of the most questionable things I ever did. So there's no, as I said, no right, no wrong, no, even in myself, I'm so glad I did it. However, I also have a little part of it thinks, was that the right thing for my son? We will never know. We never know the impact of the small things we do. So don't let what you think might or might not happen hold you back from something that you feel you have to do. So I booked it and I found a way. So here was the justification with my son the story I told myself, I wanted him to experience living in Spain. He also had an alacrity for languages. He was studying Spanish at school, and I know how powerful it is to be bilingual, how experiencing cultures in two different worlds, can add to your expansion as a human being, how you're understanding your creativity, your intelligence, your empathy, all kinds of benefits, in my view, come from experiencing two different cultures, two different languages. So all I could see were benefits for him was, what I was thinking was, clearly the benefits for me were, learn the language, spend time in Barcelona, see this lovely man, but also, lay the groundwork for finding my son a place to come and live with me in Spain so that he could immerse himself in that experience because he'd been to Barcelona too he'd been on holiday with us he loved it and he also as I say had this alacrity for languages so so that's how I justified the whole piece in terms of where we lived we were literally five minutes drive between where I lived with my son and where my husband lived. And at that time, I didn't have sole custody. We had joint custody. So my son would spend a few days a week with me and then a few days a week with my husband, ex-husband, which was perfect. That's how I got, in my view, to live and, and have all these lovely things, this lovely jobs, seeing my friends, dating, all of that malarkey, because I didn't have to be a single parent all the week. But I made that happen. It's not because my ex husband ex-husband and I had this great relationship, but when it came to splitting, we suddenly became very grown up about it. So I thought, well, what's the difference? You know, for 10 weeks, he will spend the time with his dad, who he already spends uh, occasionally three, day, three days or four days a week with. So it all seemed fine. That's what I did. I gave myself permission, I broke all kinds of rules. And I'm certain a lot of you are feeling really uncomfortable about this. And this is how my friend and I fell out. She told me I was selfish. She was right. I was completely selfish, but I did have, in my defense, I also had a bigger picture that was for me and my son. However, giving yourself permission and breaking rules does require a degree of selfishness because let's say, for example, it wasn't about me going to Spain and learning a language or seeing this man. And by the way, the relationship didn't withstand that. In fact, we we split up before I even went out there. So that, that bit didn't happen, but I did get the most wonderful experience. I ended up spending seven months out there and it was, with hindsight very very difficult for my son it was not how i planned it i did find a school for him he did come out and stay in the summer holidays but it didn't quite pan out how i planned it because his father refused to allow him to live in spain i get that but that i i just thought that was wrong and his headmaster of his school refused to be accommodating if he were to take say a year out and live in a different country but the point of selfishness, you have to make decisions all the time. I think midlife is the time when you have to step into a place where you are the sole person responsible for the decisions you make in your life. And you cannot control the outcomes for everybody. Women too frequently take on responsibility for other people's outcomes for our parents for our children for our partners we somehow put ourselves in a position where we're responsible for their happiness and we do everything in our power to make that happen but you can't make it happen because all you can do is be yourself to the best of your ability and create an environment where others can be themselves to the best of their ability. And if you're really lucky, the whole thing synergizes. But we're all free. We all come into the world alone. We need the ability to take risky decisions based on what we think is right. When we have no idea of the outcomes, you never ever, Know the impact of your love on someone else, of your failure to take opportunities because you think that might be better for somebody else, but may turn out not to be better for them and may turn out to be a whole lot worse for you. You may have heard the episode where I'm talking with Joe Haley and we talk about coming out of relationships of abuse. You have to take decisions that strengthen your ability to live by your rules to create those rules to stand by those rules to give yourself permission to get it wrong and not be totally responsible because you aren't once your job with children is to raise them to be as confident as they can be so that they can live their own lives and make their choices and stand by their decisions and give themselves permission to seize opportunities or not, and not feel beholden to you to stop them spreading their wings. That's just my view. As I said, this could be very polarizing this story and I'm sure it is, but I wanted to share that with you. Making decisions for yourself is not always easy, not ever easy, but I think, We're entering a time, we have entered a time, where we have to make decisions of conscience, not just for the little bubble that we tell ourselves we live in, that we can hold that together and somehow the outside world will not impact us. That is not possible. So make your choices, give yourself permission, seize opportunities on your terms and risk what may or may not happen. You cannot control outcomes for yourself or anybody else. You can simply make the best choice at the time. So if you valued this episode or any others, please share on your social media channels. And I look forward to catching up with you on another episode very soon. Take care and let me know what kind of decisions you've made in the past, or that you're willing to make now opportunities you're going to take. Take care. Speak soon. Bye.